While pirates did often adhere to loose articles and codes of conduct, violence was an inherent part of the lifestyle, but in many cases the degree of violence was exaggerated. For instance, some sources indicate that Blackbeard himself rarely, if ever, killed a single person. Instead, pirates like him relied on reputation and intimidation when it came time to fight. However, this was not the case with the pirate Ned Lowe. The New York Times once said that Ned Lowe's exploits would put the darkest days of the Spanish Inquisition to shame. His penchant for violence was shocking even amongst fellow buccaneers, and included forced cannibalism and the extensive use of torture. One of Lowe's crew members said of his time sailing with the captain, of all the piratical crews that were ever heard of, None of the English came up to Lowe's in barbarity. Lowe's men were gratified by the cries and groans of their prisoners, so that they almost as often murdered a man for good humor as out of passion and resentment. Ned Lowe was born in Westminster, London, sometime around the year 1690. And even in his youth, Lowe showed an affinity for the unscrupulous. As a child, he was a thief and a gambler. He would mug other children, and then he would gamble with that money, often brazenly cheating. If any of the other children protested, Lowe would fight them, and he would usually win. In 1710, Lowe traveled to America. He ended up in Boston, where he worked at a rigging factory, building and repairing ropes for ships. Lowe even met a woman named Eliza in Boston, whom he later married. This could have been a fresh start for the young man, but that wasn't the case. Eliza gave birth to two children. The first, a son, died during infancy. Eliza herself died during the birth of their second child, a daughter, leaving Lowe a widower. By most accounts, Lowe loved his daughter and made genuine efforts to fulfill his role as a single father. But after losing his job at the rigging factory, Lowe abandoned his daughter and went to work on a ship. It would later be apparent that the deaths of his wife and son pushed the already volatile man into complete madness. Lowe joined a ship that was illegally logging in the Bay of Honduras. It was a risky business. If Spanish patrols saw the ship, they would quickly move to sink it. During one mission, Lowe lost control of his temper and fired a musket at the ship's captain. It missed the captain but killed another sailor on board. Captain Maroon Lowe, along with a few other sailors, on a nearby island. Although he was not a kind man, Ned Lowe was indeed very capable. Lowe and his small group managed to steal a ship and escape the island. Lowe and his men quickly became a pretty successful pirate crew, eventually joining forces with another pirate captain named George Lothar. Lowe was made lieutenant, and in another impressive display, he captured a massive warship just weeks after joining the crew. Lothar and Lowe plundered with great success across the Atlantic, amassing an impressive collection of ships and treasure. However, Lothar found Ned Lowe to be difficult and unruly, so the two parted ways in 1722. And that's when Lowe's reputation for brutality really began to blossom. Lowe's career as a pirate continued, and after going solo, he enjoyed enormous success at sea. He did this with intelligent cunning seamanship, but also through depraved, psychopathic displays of violence. Ned Lowe was a pretty intelligent captain. His preferred tactic was to fly false flags. 
Ned Lowe's ship would hoist the flag of a friendly nation and then approach other ships in the Atlantic. When the pirates were too close for the victims to escape, Ned would hoist his own pirate flag. His flag, a red skeleton on a black field, had become quite famous at this time, so it would generally be intimidating enough to force capitulation. But when this was not the case, Lowe turned to savage displays of cruelty. While many pirate crews used threats as intimidation tactics, historians believe Lowe thrived on the violent acts themselves. He regularly killed prisoners for sheer entertainment. In one instance, Ned Lowe was said to have personally massacred 53 captives with his cutlass. In another notable episode, Lowe tied a ship's cook to the mast and then set the vessel on fire. Lowe said that he did this because the cook was greasy and would crackle nicely in the flames. Lowe also had a propensity for torture, seemingly at random. Reports say that he often tied ropes around his prisoners' fingers. He would then set the ropes on fire. As the ropes burned, the flesh of the prisoners' fingers would melt down to the bone. One of Lowe's most famed episodes came in 1723, when he captured a ship called the Nostra Signora de Victoria. In a fit of rage, Lowe cut off the captain's lips, boiled them, and force-fed them back to the captain. He then proceeded to murder the rest of the crew on board. And these acts are just the ones we have verified. Unverified accounts show that Ned Lowe's depravity could have been even more extreme. Allegedly, he once opened a prisoner's abdomen and nailed the man's intestines to the mast of his ship. Another story suggests that he would apply the stingers of Portuguese man-o-war jellyfish to the genitals of captives. Ned Lowe did all of this in just about three years, and by 1723 his days at sea were numbered. The English Navy was beginning to crack down on piracy like never before, and Lowe was a very well-known fugitive. Unsurprisingly, the psychopathic captain had a significant bounty on his head. In fact, at this time, Lowe had become a sort of poster boy around Europe for the ongoing pirate menace. Pirate hunters from New York found Ned Lowe as he was traveling to the Carolinas. The hunter's warship defeated most of Lowe's fleet, but the elusive pirate captain stowed away in one of his few remaining ships. He had been defeated, but Lowe ultimately escaped. That defeat did little to slow down the pirate captain. Two days after his escape, Ned Lowe captured a small whaling sloop near Nantucket. In a rage from his earlier defeat, Lowe cut the captain's ears off and force-fed them back to the captain. Historians generally agree that Lowe's career as a pirate stopped soon thereafter, though his exact fate is unknown. Some believe that he fled to Brazil where he lived out his life in peace. Others claim he died in a mutiny. Whatever Ned Lowe did after being a pirate remains a mystery. But based on the rest of his life, that might be for the best.